You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiots. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Oh, Where man. has that little sexy minx been? <laughs> and Maddie Rose. Ho, oh, friends. Welcome aboard. I've never used Pythagorean theorem. And I got some local nuts notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. <laughs> That's Toronto Radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's Thursday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. We got stuff to do today. We got a giveaway. We're talking to a Blue Jays legend. We're talking to Ross Tucker, Jeff Blair. Lots of stuff going on today. Maddie, good morning. How are you? Yo, I'm doing well, man. What's going on? Look at you. You're such a ball of energy this morning. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best. You must have got some good sleep last night. No, no, no. Why? Nope. Did your bed frame collapse again? No. That would no. suck. Um, no, that was fun, though. No, I had slow pitch yesterday. Yep. Uh, boys, a bit. <laughs> Good weather for it. Squad is banged up after the game yesterday, George. <laughs> uh, the uh, the injury list is rather long. We had a uh, collision at first base. Oof. Oh, boy. As uh, one, of the, one of the lads on my team who is a stout fellow... Uh-huh. Was built like a fire hydrant, um, <laughs> was running through his side of the base, and uh, the throw to first was off. So the first baseman got in his line oh. and just clobbered him and uh, messed up the big dog's wrist. So we oh, had that. He ain't eating. No, he is not eating. Well, I, next guy is definitely not eating. Uh, oh, no. Inside the park home run, he's jogging it out, and Buddy from way out in right field rips in the ball. Hits him in the side of the oh, head. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? For real. <laughs> Look at all the carnage at your game. Whoa. And then. Whoa. And my, then? And then? And then? And then? And then? Baby and bro. Then? Baby bro diving for a grounder. <laughs> AC joint. Oh, no. Boom. What? Shoulder. Yep. Don't know the extent of that one, but he's he's gonna have to go get it checked out today. <laughs> and he okay. just automatically oh, it's my AC joint. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was some some range of motion tests were applied. Okay, okay. I've blown up that therapist joint. Therapist got an MRI team? machine behind the behind the cage. Uh, we're just okay. Shoulder injury is what we're calling. Oh, okay, you body. know, how I like to play a doctor on the radio, so we're going to call it a serious AC joint injury, a concussion, and uh, our sprained wrist. Those are the three that we had yesterday at our ball oh, game. God. Uh, we, tied, we tied though. We tied though. Tied, oh, nice. even tied. This is even worse. <laughs> Three injuries and a tie. Yeah, I got out of it healthy, and I actually thought I played pretty well. So that's fine. Well, good for you. Dang. That's a lot of carnage in your game. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of bodies. <laughs> there was a long list at the uh, the old athletic room, the trainers' room. <laughs> long line as we were uh, getting out, getting out of there. Um, I played my second game oh. in slow pitch yesterday. And we um 
It was a close game until a certain specific play happened. <laughs> okay. So I was playing second base. I did not get a ball hit my way all day. That's second base. That can happen. Yeah, I was just I was sitting there and hoping for a grounder. Didn't get it. Um, you got to make we the play were, at second. There you go. Yeah, well, I made a couple plays um, at second base because uh, my buddy Rob was in the outfield, and we threw a couple. He threw a couple batters out at second base mm-hmm. from hard singles, so I would get to second base, do the Vladdy stretch, make the catch out. <laughs> do the so the Vladdy stretch. I love it. Yeah, um, we uh, we were in a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, they had no runs. Bases were loaded. Two outs. A routine pop-up to first base. I sprint over. I'm already there. The first baseman's going to catch it. I I can't tell you how routine this pop fly should have been. It wasn't even, like, high either. Okay. You could have taken off your glove and caught it with your bare hands. Okay. That's how routine this thing was. Okay. So... Did I mention it was a routine pop-up? Yeah, you did, actually. But please, mention With it again. With two outs yep. to get out of the inning. I think we like, get... No, you're painting a really good picture here, Buck. The bases were loaded with two outs. <laughs> They've scored no runs. <laughs> a routine pop-up goes to our first baseman, who's a bit of an older gentleman. Uh-huh. He drops it. Oh. <laughs> and then they subsequently go on to score seven runs oh, in the inning. Oh, and then you get mercyed. Oh, <laughs> And then that was the reason why we lost the game and oh, got mercyed. Dang. That's the way she goes, bud. Oh. Yeah. And I just, like, I was just looking at him with such disgust. Like, I was just staring at him. I'm like, why? And then he knows what he did. Yeah. He knows it and was his fault. He's probably looking at you and he's like, why do I care what this guy thinks? This guy's been out here for two games. He doesn't even live here. What's this guy's yeah. deal? But, uh,. That was a tough pill to swallow last night. <laughs> I'm glad you, you know, stuck in there and battled through it. But hey, it's team sport. Um, yeah, that's the way it goes, George. I thought. Like, did I mention it was a routine pop up? Uh, you really could have took off. You, he could have took off his hat and you, caught it in his hat. And you did really, one of those moves. You want to tell us the name of this guy that you're trying to bury? I have six no feet idea under? what his name is. Yeah, okay. I have no idea what his name is. Good, good. <laughs> I don't know too many guys' names. <laughs> What does that mean? I just don't. I again, people introduce themselves. I just don't remember what their names are. I'm bad with names. I'm good with faces and okay. what they drink. <laughs> that's that's fair. That... Hey, hey, gin and tonic. I know that. <laughs> but like, is his name Steve? I don't know if it's Steve. Like, is it Steve? Man, Jim? Uh, I know we haven't seen each other. In Tony. Like Twenty I don't years, know. but I don't drink gin anymore. Yeah. I'm definitely a beer guy now. So what's yeah, my name? I meant, I met three guys back to back to back. I can't tell you any of their names. I'm uh I need to be better with names too. I but it's just yeah. usually faces. In I one remember ear, faces out the other and I'm just so excited to hang out with you that I just I, and then I'm like ten minutes in and I'm like, oh, this guy's great. What's their name? Like I'm really good what at faces mm-hmm. and remembering conversations I had with people. Sure. But actual like people I meet for the first time with names, oh good luck. <laughs> in, in it, one it, ear and right it literally took other. me like eight months to learn a Zom's name. That's that's not a that's <laughs> No it did. Like I introduced myself twice to him. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. And he probably called you out for it, didn't he? 
Did he? No, he didn't. Oh, no, that's too bad. He should have. He should have big time. Yeah, I again. It took me like eight months to learn his name. Look at us, just good people. It's hard for me to remember the interns' names. Yeah, well, that's. I don't know if that's. Speaking of which, uh, intern Ben. Uh, ben, I think we're going to do your uh, Women's World Cup of Soccer report coming up in the 7.30 section. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dialed. I was let's hoping go. he was going to disagree with me. Yeah. Actually, George, I want to do it at 8.30. But uh, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, sure. I'm, I'm calling the shots now. Big yeah, time. I would like that. I would like if you got a little bit of pushback. <laughs> you were like a you were like a you were like a deer. Or no, a zebra around a pride of lions there. You're like, yep, okay, I'm just going to shut this down right yeah. here. I'm just going to let this happen. <laughs> yes, boss. Yes, boss. <laughs> yeah. That would have been good if you're like, actually, I want to do it at 830 because uh, the Germany game just wrapped up. Um, Pat was talking about that earlier, and I went, yeah, right on. They're going home. Yeah. They're going home. You know what? I think a lot of us would like to go home. Oh, yeah. Like in this room, I think that'd be pretty sweet. Like right now, yeah, right back well, to bed. Okay, well, George is home. Just kidding, dude. I only got two hours today before I get to go golfing for our oh, Jays Care tournament today. Look Let's at this go. Guy. Big deal. It's all right. What do you mean you only got two hours? I'm leaving at eight o'clock. I'm a celebrity. I got to go golf in this tournament. Eight did o'clock I know shotguns. This? I put it in the chat yesterday. Yeah, he did. Hold on, let me see. I don't see it in here. In what? which chat? Or text chat? I don't know. It's in one of them. Text chat. I told you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's intern Ben co-hosting in the 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> 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 we got Blair. Are you going to miss interviewing Jeff Blair? Patrick, yeah. you excited to talk to Jeff Blair? But I'm going to be well, maybe, right. maybe hobnobbing with Jay's celebrities at the Jay's Care Celebrity Golf Tournament. You definitely are a hobnobber. Oh, I, oh I love to rub elbows and hobnob. No. Um, okay, we got lots to do. Uh, we got a Chasing Summer giveaway. Oh, it's going to be lit this weekend. Yeah, uh, tune into the big show today and tomorrow for your chance to win a pair of tickets to both days of Chasing Summer uh, Festival. This Saturday and Sunday, August 5th and 6th at the Max Bell Center Festival Grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, can you name the headliners? Me? Yeah. Yeah, like... Off the top of my head, or like, do I just like know how to pronounce them proper properly compared that's, to you guys butchering the Cowboys Festival oh. while I was away? Well, that's what that's why I'm kind of uh, getting at there for you to two friends. You guys are talking about him be, them being country artists. Unbelievable, big booty mix. Come on, we all know <laughs> about the big booty mix. <laughs> Chasing Summers website isn't showing me their full. Ah, uh, Tiesto. But, but I do know Tiesto, obviously. Yeah. Griffin, James Hype, I don't know. Zed is huge. Seven Lions has gotten very big. And Jaws is one of my absolute favorites. I didn't love his recent album, but um, definitely when I was throwing down, I went to a lot of Jaws shows. Okay. One of my favorite sets I've ever seen was Jaws at Shambhala just a couple um, of years ago. Um, Unbelievable. We're going to discuss how we're going to give away those tickets at 730 because I have uh, I have a couple ideas. Oh, man. You know I'm an ideas a... man. Abstract is coming. Dr. Fresh. Ooh. You know what? The better half's away this weekend. Maybe I just win the ticket. Just pop in. You can't do that. What do you mean? Wait a minute. The better half's away this weekend? Yeah, the better half's away this weekend. Better half is a bachelorette party in... Uh, Kelowna, I believe. Ooh, California. Fun. 
Yeah, I got to drive her out halfway there tomorrow before the Stamps game. Nice. Because I'm just a good guy. Tonight, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Never mind. I'm so late. how far are you driving her? Wait, what do you mean halfway? I don't know. I'm going to drive like two, two and a half hours. Depends on kind of when her friend can get off work and meet her to pick her up. So like Invermere's halfway? I don't know. So we were talking about... So this is going to be a four. Firewood. Oh, I don't sound. This like. is going to be a four to five hour car ride for you tomorrow. Oh yeah. Wow, that's love. <laughs> Good ah. for you. Good he for loves you. love. I do love love. And uh, yeah, what are you driving you through look- the driving through the mountains with the windows down? I hear my there's awful tracks. construction on the number three. Thanks, dude. Sorry. Sick. So it's going to be a six to seven hour drive. So. <laughs> What are you looking for? As soon as to I more? hit construction, I'm gonna be like, "Get out!" It's like the rest of the way. I'm turning around. I'm doing talk and roll, honey. I got to be back. Roll. I got to be back for Stamps Argos. You got to get out. Got to make man at six thirty. Talk yep. and roll, honey. Okay, yeah. so what are you looking forward to the most? Being by yourself, uh, taking a dump with the door open. Yeah, because I don't do that already. Oh uh, come on! When, well, you don't do that when she's there. Um, no, not, no, I yeah, don't. That's, that's, that's what I mean. You're not an animal. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or treating your body like an amusement park <laughs> in peace. Yeah, I'm just going to eat candy and yeah, uh, pizza. Yeah, because that's what I was talking about. And uh, all those types of things, and that's yep. what you were talking about, and that's what mm-hmm. it's going to be. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, it's going to be fun. We got Stamps okay. Argos on Friday. I don't really know what I'm going to do on Saturday. I got the pop still, and then Sunday I'm uh, going to go watch the surge. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Supporting local Care. sports. Jay's care today. Jay's Such care a today. Hob number, dude. I told you, boys getting around. Okay. This is um, summer is when I thrive. Yeah. Um, okay, we got lots to do today. Uh, but the headliners intern Ben's Women's World Cup report. Yeah, That's coming up wait. later. Let me jam this morning report in here before we get to Ross. Uh, yeah, we're doing Ross Tucker at the bottom of the hour. So let's get to that morning report. And it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. No, welcome aboard. Busy Thursday morning report. Not a lot of time, so let's get after it. Blue Jays, Troy Terry and the Ducks. CFL regular season, NFL preseason. We got some golf and a curious case of another football player gambling on the very sport he plays and how to get caught doing it. We'll start with the Jays taking on the Orioles for the third of four games. Paul DeYoung got the start at shortstop for Bo Bichette, who has been diagnosed with patellar tendinitis in his right knee. For what it's worth, we also have a little bit of patellar tendinitis on one of our uh, slow-pitch players on my team. So that was also maybe a fourth injury. you that yourself? Yeah, no, that one was actually diagnosed by a doctor. Hmm. He showed up with that. That that one wasn't – that was different. Uh, anyways, Bo Bichette was placed on the 10-day injured list. It was DeYoung's 30th birthday as well. So congratulations to Paul. Happy birthday to you. you know I love adult birthdays. Oh, I that's know. That's a milestone you. one, though. I know you love adult birthdays. You say Kikuchi. But that's a milestone. It's it a big 30th. one. It's a big one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we can play it again. Good old dirty 30. 
Uh, you said Kikuchi got the start against Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, an interesting moment here in the top of the fourth. This game all tied up at this point. The 2-2. Ground ball past the reach of Kikuchi into the middle of the diamond from the shortstop side. Whitmerfield's got it on to first in time to get the out. Yusei Kikuchi is so athletic and he is so emphatic on how he reacts. Trying to carry the glove behind his back, kind of whipping that right arm behind him. And now in some discomfort because he was so aggressive in trying to make that play. Yeah, it looked like he popped his shoulder out trying to make the behind the back Out grab, of the socket. And they had to just throw her back in. And he just took a little glass of water, a couple warm-up pitches, because, of course, it's not his throwing arm, so no problem yeah. there. And right back into the game, and then he did this. Here, Meyer drifts towards left, opens the gap in right center. 2-2. Swing and a miss. A big breaking ball. That's the rolling slider from Yusei Kikuchi who so far looks pretty good in his rebound after that moment of discomfort. Yeah, pretty impressive, George. Did you say it was an AC joint injury? <laughs> From where I was, walking yeah. out the door to Did ball, you diagnose that? I would say that's that's yeah. a shoulder dislocation. That's different than yeah. an AC injury, uh, in my professional opinion, as a sports okay. As a terrible you know, sports broadcaster. My my favorite part of that is he just needed the water to get better, I guess. Yeah, I know. He was like, Give me some water. It was it was like it was like a mag it was like the magic spray in soccer. It's like just give me some water, I'll be fine after my elbow just just flew out of the socket. What is it? Uh, my shoulder. Febreze in, in my big fat Greek wedding. Just spray uh, that it was on. Windex. Windex. That's what it was. Febreze. Yeah. Febreze. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Just spray that on your tongue. It gives you great breath. <laughs> Yummy. Hmm. Lavender. <laughs> oh, wow. You smell like a meadow. Uh, anyways, bottom of the four. Hey, George Springer's been having a rough go, so oh. it was great to see this yesterday. This is company Springer doesn't want to be associated with. His current teammate, Danny Jansen, and the great Ed Sprague from 1994. Uh, oh, oh, that's they all, at one point that season, were 0 for 35. 1-1, looped into center nope. field, and down for a base hit. And the Blue Jays are going to score. Boy, did he need that. My goodness. He's going to take off from here. You know that, right? Is he? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. George? He's going uh, to take off here? Well, he, he snapped it over 35. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jays were up one nothing after that. Bottom of the sixth, things got kind of messy. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez walked the first two batters, including a 10-pitch at bat for Vladdy that ended in a walk. Then they brought in the reliever. Uh, he walked another guy, <laughs> loaded up the bases, and then this happened. Bases loaded. The pitch. And it hit him. Clutch. Hit him right in the back with a fastball. It's a painful way to get the lead. That <laughs> gave him a two-to-one lead. And then... So many big moments for Danny Jansen over the course of this last month. He's got another in front of him. The 0-2. Hit him again! <laughs> a fastball hits Jansen on the arm! Like, it's good that these guys were able to stay in the game. As a but getting simple. hit on a bases loaded is like in the most hilarious in, thing ever. They were four pitches apart. <laughs> Dude came in, he had a four-pitch walk, <laughs> and then he hit Chapman on the first pitch. He threw two strikes, and then he hit Danny Jansen. Boom, just like that. Somebody got the yips. Three runs. That's the big old yips. Uh, Jays would score another one on uh, George A. Mejia booting Dalton Varsho's single. The runner scored from third. It was a mess. 
The Orioles look like my slow pitch team yesterday in the bottom of the sixth <laughs> as the Jays racked up three runs. They eventually won it four to one and uh, take one against the Orioles, which felt borderline impossible after the last two games. Again, you say Kikuchi. Mm-hmm. Story of the season? Like, I I don't know. Everybody had such low expectations. We joked about it in spring training, how he looked like, you know, evil. You say Kikuchi with his beard. Yep. But he's been rock solid. Like, everything you want out of your number five guy and more. Um, he's using that curveball that's, that, that's working well for him. And he's just been consistently good for the Blue Jays. All of a sudden, that signing looks a hell of a lot better than it did last year at this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Orioles and Jays go at 107 today to wrap up their four-game set. It's going to be Flaherty, Jack Flaherty for the Orioles, and Kevin Gossman going for the Blue Jays. It's going to be on Sportsnet West. Other action you can catch on the network today, 5 o'clock Astros and Yankees. That's also on Sportsnet West. Mariners and Angels go at 730 on Sportsnet 360, and the A's and the Dodgers will battle at 8 o'clock on Sportsnet 1. We'll shift to the NHL real quick. Uh, Troy Terry got the bag. I'm Scary Terry. You can run, but you can't hide. I don't know how scary Troy Terry is. He seems like a fine enough lad. But nevertheless, he gets seven-year, $49 million contract. You do the math, you carry the one. $7 million on the AAV. 60 points in back-to-back seasons. 60-plus in back-to-back, including 37 goals in 75 games in 21-22. We also saw Rasmus Kapari sign in Winnipeg. One of the pieces acquired in the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade. Two years, $1 million per. $7 million bucks for Troy Terry, George. Pretty penny. Um... Does it feel a little rich? Uh, Seven million a year? I thought, you know, I... 65 points on a terrible Ducks team. That's going right. Two-time All-Star? Two-time All-Star, which, you know, I don't think All-Stars mean, doesn't mean in the NHL anymore. what they no. do. Well, anymore in all the leagues, but in the yeah. NHL compared to other ones, for sure. With some of the gimmicks. Because like, everybody's got to have every no, team the has baseball All-Star game. Come on. Where they yeah. have, like... 50 guys pull out and the other 50 come in and play. Yeah, and you're like, what? This guy's numbers are very pedestrian. Like, why is this guy here? Why do the A's need to have somebody here? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Again, if Troy Terry signs for 7 by 7 what's Elias Lindholm sign for? Well, I don't know. Elias is going to have the Canada tax attached to it. So it's going to start I think there's a certain amount of a California tax for these guys, too. Just because you literally have to pay so much in taxes in California. Also, Troy Terry's a winger. He's like three years younger. Like I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of comparables mm. to old Elias Lindholm with that one. Uh, Stampeders had a closed practice yesterday. We'll get depth charts and a walkthrough today before they welcome the Argos to McMahon. Lots of former teammates over on that Argos team. I asked 2018 Great Cup champ Mark and Michelle about seeing old faces at McMahon Stadium yesterday. But listen, that will be out here all day. <laughs> That's, that's half the locker room, man. But at the end of the day, it's all love off the field. We get on that field in between those lines, we at each other's heads. So it's going to be fun. Energy going to be up. Energy definitely is going to be up because um, they, they probably coming in this thinking that this is still home for them, and it's not. You know, you chose to go another, another path, and that's all right. We still got love for you. When you come in here, it's our house. Love that from Mark and Michelle. Tall task, though, with George's mm-hmm. undefeated Argos coming into town. Bunch nice. of... Yeah, All right, okay. the, bunch of guys questionable for the game on the injury report. Running backs not getting a, carry. Diedrich Mills, not. receiver Trey Odoms, Dukes, and Cam Judge all questionable. The week starts tonight. Lions battle the Blue Bombers at six thirty. That's the Stamps next two opponents. What were you going to say, George, about your Argos? Well, you're, you're joking that you know they're my Argos, but you know at least they're, 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 they look like the class of the CFL. 
Yeah, and like your CFL Till fantasy team Winnipeg, is loaded with Argos. They have to play Winnipeg still. I want to see what they do against Winnipeg. We'll I have see. two. I have two Argos on my team. Yeah, but they're the only ones that have played every week for you, even when they've been on bye. Yeah, because I can't <laughs> let go of that Argos defense of my man Boris Beatty, Boris who Beattie. I've said before has an open invitation to any time on this program. George, time to open up the vault because the NFL season is back, kind of. It's the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio I'll tonight. The Jets visit the Browns at 6 o'clock. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Miles Garrett, Sauce Gardner. All very good players, and all of them you probably will not see tonight. Nope. Yeah, this is what it is. It's football, and it's in that stadium, and that's it. Are you? Uh, do we know? Are you chasing any lines on this one already? No, it's too early. This is the this is the one preseason <laughs> the Jets game I don't the, bet. The Jets have the best quarterback going tonight, and that's Zach Wilson. Well, the Jets are a point See? and a half favorite. Total set okay, at thirty three and a half. Patrick. Yeah, now right. you got me interested. Like Zach Wilson should get most of the run tonight, at least the first half. Oh, guys, they've got a boosted parlay here on my app. Ooh. Maybe smash the over in. Maybe, maybe maybe Ross is betting on it. New York yeah, Jets we'll talk to Ross line. Tucker about that. That's a good point. Uh, okay. Uh, in golf, final chance to get in the top 70 with the FedEx Cup standings and to qualify for the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Five Canadians in the field this weekend. Uh, keep an eye on guys like Shane Lowry, who's ranked 76, Justin Thomas, who's ranked 79th, Adam Scott's 81st, and Joel Damon is ranked 82nd. They need to get into the top 70 to get to next weekend's first round of the playoffs with the St. Jude Championship. On the ladies' tour, it's the Scottish Open and Dundonald Links. Brooke Henderson taking the weekend off ahead of the fifth and final major next weekend on the ladies' circuit. The only Canadian in the field is Maddie Zarek. She carded a two-under in her opening round to be tied for fifth after uh, she got out there. Uh, and there were still some players out on the course, but nevertheless, a good start for Zarek. She was six strokes back of the leader, but in the top ten. Check in on our uh, favorite local ball club as well. The Okotoks Dogs continue their final regular season road trip. They faced the Swift Current 57s out in Speedy Creek yesterday, and... Yeah, they did it. Oh, yeah. Never in question. Swift Current sucks. The do- they do suck. The dogs won 9-2. Five strong from starter Brock Townsend and three ribbies for Alejandro Cazorla in the nine hole. On nice. top of that, uh, how about this? The Gulls got shut out by the Hell Regina yeah. Red Sox, which means... Wow. <laughs> Extreme shred. That puts the dogs up a game on the Gulls three days left in the regular season. Woo! Dogs in 57th and 7.05. Well, the Gulls and Red Sox also battle again tonight. Uh, I have a little kicker here. Would you like me to wait for it so we can get to uh, our boy Ross Tucker? Yeah, let's do it at 7.30. Okay, sounds good. It's got a little right. audio attached to it as well. Uh, uh, wait, stuff, hold man. on. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Okay, now Thank you, you go. Terrific stuff. Uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ross Tucker next. Big show. Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studio, it's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. At the top of the hour, Robert Witchell, Executive Director of Jay's Care Foundation and former Blue Jays legend, Jesse Barfield will join us, Jeff Blair, in the 8 o'clock hour. And we got some tickets to give away to the Chasing Summer Festival. 
We'll do all of that. But first, on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, it's been a minute since we've talked to our next guest, uh, NFL analyst, CBS Sports, the Ross Tucker podcast. Ross Tucker, Ross, good morning. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Good to talk with you guys again. How are you guys doing? We're good. Well, we're glad you can jump on this morning. Uh, Ross, we talked about this yesterday after the story coming out during Titans training camp when Mike Vrabel was asked, how many five-year-olds would it take to tackle Derrick Henry in a 10-yard area? How many five-year-olds would it take to tackle Derrick Henry, Ross? Because we had a good debate about this yesterday. Um, well, I don't understand, like, is he just running around in a 10-yard area? Like, is he, or is he trying to get past the 10-yard area? Yes, he's is trying it like, to... He's, is it like the yeah. game he used to... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to run for 10 yards like he would in a game. How many 5-year-olds would it take to tackle him? Oh, they wouldn't be able to. <laughs> there, there, There is no number. <laughs> like, if you gave him the ball... And there's five-year-olds on defense trying to stop him. He would run right through them like uh, it would be ugly. I mean, it would be like – it would be ugly and sad, and there'd be, like, lawsuits. It would not be good. I mean, I don't care if you – I don't care what padding you put on those kids. I don't care if there's 200. I don't care if there's 200 five-year-olds. First of all, they're going to get out of the way if they're smart. Secondly, yeah. the, the ones that don't get out of the way are going to get absolutely destroyed. I think the better question than that yeah. is, you know, how many how many thirty eight year old bankers, how many thirty eight year old bankers <laughs> sure. would it take to tackle Derrick Henry? I I don't think the average person really understands just yeah. what that is like. You know, well, yeah, you... I'll give you an example, okay? Sure. Yeah, uh, I'd love when to. I played when I played for the when I played for the Patriots, okay? In the off season, we would get paid five hundred bucks to do these like play basketball against cops or teachers <laughs> or like flag football, right? Mm-hmm. And in basketball, there'd always be one teacher or cop that was pretty good, and we would just kind of mess around. But with with two minutes left in the game. We had a couple DBs. They could steal the ball from whoever the best cop or teacher was every single time they tried to dribble the ball up. (laughs) Like, they were just that quick that they could steal the ball from them. And then when we played flag football, this is back when, like, our running back was Lawrence Maroney. Our kick returner was Ellis Hobbs. On On a regular field in flag football, okay, yeah. The teachers or the cops, they couldn't even get close to getting the flag against those guys. Like, they couldn't even – I mean, they, they could not get the flag when there was 11 of them because those guys are that fast, that explosive. Watching uh, NFL athletes in their prime, especially skill guys, against normal human beings is hilarious. <laughs> But wait, Ross, not even like a blanket of five-year-olds, like a sea of five-year-olds, like in World War Z starring Brad Pitt. That would not slow him down? Well, so first of all, I, 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 I mean, their best chance would be to lay down on the ground okay, and to stick, and to stick their hands up 
and try yeah. to trip him. If it's okay. Standing, now we're talking. Yeah. If they're standing, okay, yeah. they're going to get out of the way because they're going to be afraid. If they're laying down, shout out to the first couple that get cleated. That'll feel sweet. Uh, but that's really their best bet. Like, if I was coaching the five-year-olds, I would be like, listen, we're all going to just lay down the first five yards, stick your feet and your hands up in the air like you're a zombie, and we're going to hope that Derek trips because if yeah. they were actually standing up and trying yeah. to tackle him, he would go right through them like a knife through hot butter. So, Trust me. So this is going to come down to coaching, essentially, is what is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. And I, I should be appointed for this endeavor. You guys know I've had this idea for a business, right? Because I still maintain the best feeling in the world is running into somebody as hard as you can and knocking them over. Like, I, I just... Oh, yeah. It's absolutely an incredible feeling. So I got a bunch of buddies that, like, never played football or never played high school football. And so I want to, like, um, hire some people, probably not the best occupation, but hire some people to be the tackling dummies that, like, run down the sideline so that George, my buddy who's a lawyer, or, or Dom, the accountant, can put helmet and shoulder pads on and come over and just hit him as hard as they can and knock him over. Because I think I could get, like, <laughs> lawyers and doctors, I think I could get them to pay, like, a 1000 bucks for that. So yeah. I, give the guy, I give the guy that gets hit, you know, I don't know, he might not have a lot going in life. I give him $100 <laughs> per yeah. tackle, and these people are paying $1,000. Talk about a high-margin business. I'm making $900 to just sit there and watch lawyers tackle guys, you know, blue-collar guys I found off the street. I mean, this is, like, yeah. th- this is a genius idea I shouldn't talk about on the radio anymore. Mm. Yeah, if you That's need an investment, good, like, I got, like, 20 bucks, so I can send that your way and put my name on it, too. That'd be great. It's not bad. I'm a little worried about some of the liability stuff, and <laughs> yeah. I'm a little worried about getting people... To, uh, to sign up to be the tackling dummies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those are all just details. You can always get somebody if you, if you pay them enough. Um, Ross, I have to just quickly go back to the basketball games. I feel like you were a guy who would post up in the paint. <laughs> Is that what happened? Exactly incorrect. Whoa. You are You're wrong. Point guard? I was a, uh, I, I was a late bloomer. Okay. So my whole life, I was either a point guard or a wing. Wow. And so I didn't really get big. I mean, ninth grade, I was 5'9", 150. Tenth grade, 6'1", 175. Yeah, I started some varsity games as like a shooting guard in tenth grade. Then junior year, I was 6'3 215. But I still was primarily a wing. And then by my senior year, I knew I was going to be a football player. I'm six four and a half, two fifty, and the coaches would tell me to go post up and go down low. I didn't know what to do. I sucked. I, I stunk down low. But they would put some big stiff on me. I would take them out to the three point line, and I'd blow past them, or I would drain a three. Like if the other team pressed us, okay, 
I was the press breaker because I could just dribble around everybody. I mean, it was like the, like the local radio, they called me the dancing bear. I mean, imagine going to a small high school basketball game and there's a guy 6'5", 250, who's bringing the ball up. The court. I mean, by far the biggest guy on the court, and I'm dribbling around like the Harlem Globetrotters. It was hilarious. But by the way, that's what I tell people, like, when they say, like, you know, what kind of athlete or how do you become an NFL player, a lot of times that's how. You know what I mean? Like, you're a late bloomer that you play in other positions or you play basketball, and then all of a sudden you're, like, 300 pounds. But, you know, you know like at Prince, I was 300 pounds. I was, like, maybe the best intramural basketball player at Princeton. Like, I lit it up. And that's the type of guys that end up making the NFL because you're a really good athlete that happens to end up being, you know, big enough to play NFL offense. Like, I'll give you an example, okay? I am right now, as we talk, I'm driving to Philly to go to Eagles training camp, okay? Yeah. The left tackle for the Eagles, uh, Jordan Mailata, is 6'8", 380 pounds, and oh before coming to the NFL, he played rugby, and there's all kinds of videos of him running the ball, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Landon Dickerson, the left guard, is probably just a uh, an O-lineman, but then the center, Jason Kelsey, was a star running back and linebacker in high school, went to Cincinnati as a linebacker, and they convinced him to move to center, and now he's a perennial all-pro center. The right guard, Cam Jurgens played quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, and running back in high school. Nebraska recruited him to play tight end. He goes there and plays tight end for two years, and then they move him to the offensive line. The right tackle, Lane Johnson, was a quarterback in high school, went to junior college as a quarterback. They switched him to tight end. He goes to Oklahoma as a tight end. And then Oklahoma moves him to offensive line. So four of the five guys that play offensive line for the Eagles touch the ball in college. Like they were skilled position guys or, you know, the Australian rugby guy. Like think about that. In college, they're playing yeah. Division One college football and they're athletic enough to get the – you know how athletic you have to be? For them to ever let you touch the ball in college football division one, I mean, you guys watch those games. Those guys are lightning. Like the skill guys, crazy. Okay, so you went from five nine one fifty in grade nine to your senior year where you're six four two fifty. Did you eat the grade nine version of you? How did that even happen, Ross? <clears throat> yeah, so I guess I I pretty much gained on average of. Three inches and 30 pounds a year for four straight years. <laughs> Barry uh, Bonds average. did that in his 30s. Um, um, and, and listen, I'll, I'm not even kidding, okay? I was a very late bloomer with puberty and all that stuff. Yep. But when I would go to, like, Chipotle, I would okay. get two burritos. Now think about that. Like, those burritos are as big as your head, George. And I would get two of them and eat both of them. When I used to go to Subway, uh, sandwich shop, I would get two footlongs, double meat with bacon, and eat them both. I was just, like, growing at a crazy, crazy rate. And I needed that many calories 
<laughs> to like keep up. But even if you like, it's the reason why I didn't get any scholarship offers from like you know Notre Dame or you know Michigan or whatever. Because even my junior year of high school football, I'm like six three and a half, two ten. I mean, I'm a string bean. I'm thin. I looked like a a quarterback. And then, uh, but I had a good year. I started getting letters. That was actually the first time in the spring of my junior year when I knew I was going to be a football player then. I actually did start to do like um, creatine and weight gainer and stuff like that. But I was still just eating like a madman. I ate like that pretty much all the way through the NFL. I mean, like I, I, until there were some teams that wanted me lighter and whatever. But that's kind of how I ate until at least my third year in the NFL. And now it's just destroying press box buffets, just crushing those two? Well, so what happens now is, you know, you have to totally change your lifestyle. And I have to, like, although I don't know. I don't know how much, like, my, so when I met my wife, I was 22. I didn't eat fish or salad. Okay, like I was like, ew, those are both disgusting. I'm never going to eat those. You know what my favorite thing is to eat now? Uh, now that I'm a 44-year-old, now that I'm a 44-year-old loser, salad with I fish. I like to eat salad with fish on it. Yes. I like to have like a nice uh, salad with like a salmon on top. And I you know what's weird? I it's not like I'm even doing that for health. I mean, I originally I was doing it mm. cuz it's healthy. That's actually like what I like to eat. And if you would have told me that when I was 20, I would have laughed in your face and punched you in the gut. <laughs> like, over my dead body, am I going to yeah. be eating salad with, with fish on top? But now, like, I'm, I'm going to the Eagles today to do a show for them. I'll, I'll go to their cafeteria after the, sh- after the show. And they'll have so many options, and it's so delicious. I'll get a bed of stupid lettuce. And I'll put like halibut or tilapia on top, and that's what I'll eat, and I'll be happy about it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a big loser now. Really, is what it comes down to. Um, Ross Tucker uh, from the Ross Tucker podcast, uh, NFL. Hey, wait, I have joining. a question. I have a question. Do you guys, yep. do you guys prepare for the show at all? Do you have <laughs> any? Do you guys have any questions that you thought you were going to ask me? I yeah, mean, it's been 18 minutes now, 18 yeah. minutes now, and it's yeah. just been story time with Ross. I yeah. don't know what you guys are getting paid up there, but yeah. you're getting paid a lot to not prepare at all, because okay. all you did was turn on the Ross storytelling machine, mm-hmm. and I just took off. Okay, well, first of all, uh, number one, we, we work in radio in Canada. We don't get paid a lot. Number two, um, <laughs> we, we talked about the Derrick Henry story for a good 10 to 15 minutes yesterday about five-year-olds. So we needed somebody's professional opinion on that one. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then it that morphed into story time with Ross, which is fantastic. It's been, yeah, it is fantastic. And this is why I love coming on with you guys, because you guys are fantastic. And I can't wait till you guys pay for yeah. me to come up to Calgary. <laughs> yes. And drink beer and go skiing. Because yes. I will do uh, is there a good ski near you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elite ski. World-class skiing. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, listen, I don't know who your biggest sponsor is, but listen, biggest sponsor, <laughs> let's make this happen, okay? Yeah. I want to fly up there to Calgary. I want to ski. I want to have beer with all your listeners. We can even do it. 
Wogopski at the bottom of everything. At the bottom, here's what we need to do. We okay. need to get your sponsor needs to be the best beer in Calgary, okay? Mm-hmm. okay. At the bottom near the chairlift, at the bottom near the chairlift, they're going to put a keg. We're all going to go up, me, you guys, all your listeners, we're all going to go up. We're going to shred all the way down to the bottom. We chug a beer of Calgary's finest, get on the chairlift, go back up, come back down, do the chug a beer of Calgary over and over again, have an amazing time. And yeah. listen, Calgary's finest sponsor beer. You want loyalty? You want loyalty from your customers? I guarantee they'll be loyal to you forever after after day drinking, skiing with Ross in Calgary. I love it. Um, th- this is the re- th- this is the number one question why I wanted to have you on today, Ross. Hall of Fame game tonight, Jets and Browns. How do I bet the Hall of Fame game tonight? Under. <laughs> See, I, I know the number is really low. Yeah. I know the number's really low, mm-hmm. and I know people, like, there's people, we were talking about this on the Even Money podcast this week, my betting podcast. I know there's people recommending the over because the number's so low. But, guys, they don't play anybody. They, they, they play the third-string O-line so much, and it's really hard to score points with the third-string O-line. I'm still saying take the under. I wanted to ask you about uh, something that actually happened at training camp as well. My one real question. Uh, it was about Travis Kelsey. He had that little spat at training camp where he kind of threw a punch at one of the defenders. And I just wonder what it's like being a veteran in camp and having to deal with young guys who are trying to make their name and get noticed. When you're as a veteran, you're like, I'm just here to get some reps in, learn the playbook, be around my teammates, and mostly not get hurt. Uh, yeah, I... I love the fact that, first of all, that that guy, I don't even know who it was going against Kelsey, was trying to rip the ball out and trying to do what he's supposed to do. And I like the fact that it angered Kelsey. I like to see that fire. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I like that at this age, Kelsey still gets fired up. Kelsey still cares. Kelsey's still like, get the heck off of me. I, I appreciate conflict. I appreciate aggression. Um, I think that's what the whole sport, I mean, I'm pretty sure when they came up with the sport, it was like, listen, we got a lot of teenage boys and boys in their 20s that with pent-up testosterone, not real good. You know what I mean? They're getting in fights all the time. What are we going to do about it? Well, I have an idea. Why don't we come up with a sport where we just have like 11 of them run into 11 of them every play, <laughs> and at the end, they'll just be so tired from that. They won't, get into, they won't do other stuff. They won't do fights. Let's make it productive. The whole sport was designed to uh, try to allow young males to get out their pent-up aggression. I love it. Did you like joint practices, joint training camp when you were out with another team? Yes, loved it because, number one, you get sick of going against your teammates. And it's, it's really nice to feel like you're going against an opponent. And also, um, you can do stuff to the opponent that you shouldn't do to your teammates because they're not your teammates, so you can. And also, um, because it's a joint practice, it's not really like a game where you can get fined or whatever, so you can like get in a fight or whatever. You can do some dirty stuff and kind of get away with it. Uh, Ross, uh, this has been terrific. Uh, we thank you for your time. Uh, is there something you'd like to tell us about before we let you go? 
Not really, no. I mean, it's been 23 minutes. I mean, I think I just did a whole half hour for you guys uh-huh. of commercial-free radio. And the only yep. thing I would ask is keep me on during the commercial so I can see who's going to pay to fly me to Calgary for <laughs> Ski Fest 2024. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we, can, we have uh, our sales department. God help us. Uh, maybe we can get that done, Ross. Sounds awesome. Great talking with you guys. Thanks, pal. We'll talk soon. See you, Ross. There he is, Ross Tucker. All right, uh, Ro- All right. Ross Tucker podcast, uh, NFL analyst for CBS on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. 15-time Consumer's Choice Award winner at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast for pickleball delivery. Call 403-248-3344. Ross Tucker was great. He's one of our best. <laughs> so good. You know, the nice thing about that is I don't think we have to type anything up for that proposal. Like, we can just, just clip send that, that to Art. Clip that segment. <laughs> yeah, and no, yeah. Send it to <laughs> whoever. The boys you know on the third floor, the <laughs> crew on the third floor there, and Artie Boy. But how fascinating was it when Ross was talking about they would have to lie on their backs and have their hands and feet up in the air to <laughs> so try to good, trip them? Dude. It's incredible. Yeah. I, I, I do like that there was, um, you know, a, a, a really. The one thing about that Mike Vrabel video, like if you watch the whole thing, it's long because he kind of like asks questions. Like there's the initial question, then he needs to get some parameters and he gives a really well thought out response. And Ross kind of just took that to the next level, which you love to see. Two foot longs, double meat at Subway. He would crush. Double meat. Oh, I do love me some double meat subway but i also don't do that anymore like back when i was a young lad i'd love to do me a subway melt double meat oh my goodness look out okay um we gotta go to break because uh we got some stuff going on here straight ahead robert witchell executive director of jay's care foundation and jesse barfield former blue jay next it's the big show russick and rose sportsnet 960 the fan